from CSG Studios high above the streets of beautiful Denver, Colorado, you're listening to the Colorado Sports Guys. They talk about sports and stuff. And now your hosts, Jeff Morton, Ross Martin, and Nate Timmons. What's up, everybody out there tangled up in the interwebs? We're here, CSG number 110. With me, as always, I guess I should say I'm Nate Timmons. If you don't know that by now, I don't know why you wouldn't. I've been saying that for 100-plus episodes. With me, as always, Ross Hipster Glasses Martin in the apartment. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, everybody. And we got Jeff Morton from Thornton in the house. Hey, yo. Hey, yo is what he likes to say to start things off. you should do more like, hey, yo. I am not Ed McMahon. Yeah, try a try a hey yo. Might bring <laughs> you, your energy. And you never will be. I, I am not Ed McMahon. And you sorry, never will be. No, Jeff I, I, McMorton. I, <laughs> it might help you to start off on a positive, excited note. Hey yeah. yo versus hey yo. It's, like, it's fine. This is how I talk. It's like it's like hey yo. I'm about to kill myself. Hey, I don't raise my voice. Hey yo, Jeff. I am the cool. Stop part. right wrapping that mic cord around your neck. There's I am so much to live for. I am the cool part of this show. I keep things even. <laughs> All right. Okay. Ayo, I'm reading Don't Jump. We're going to introduce our guest here. And we'll introduce our guest here with <laughs> Just us. Just waiting patiently over here whenever you guys want to jump in. You know, it's customary to wait for them to tell you, say your name before you start talking. Oh, go ahead. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Just edit it out. Do you have a mute button for me? No, I don't I don't like to edit either. Uh, we got Mario Vitanzi. Is that right? Vitanzi. Vitanzi. Yeah. Jesus. That was, that's a tough one. <laughs> you were pretty close, though. That's pretty. <laughs> Mario Vitanzi. 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 There you go. Jeff, give it a try one time. Vitanzi. Boom. Ross, you got it? Mario Vitanzi. Oh, see, he got the Italian story ah, right Mario Vitanzi. I'm a, I'm a 25% Northern Italian. Let's go. <laughs> That's what we got. Mario's joining us from the sportspyramid.com. You can also find him on Twitter at sports underscore pyramid. You know, I, I really wanted to have at sports pyramid, but the guy that has it, zero followers following two people hasn't logged in in three years. Yep. That's, it must be, uh, the same Nate Timmons who has that as one word. I'd like to find him and kill him at some point if I could. <laughs> yeah. There's a way to find these people. <laughs> I've actually written to people on Twitter and asked them to spam, to mark his account as spam. So hopefully he'll get kicked off because I, I want my name. You're just like DMing him. Hey. Mr. Timmons, please stop being the more successful Nate Timmons so I can have. He has zero tweets and zero <laughs> followers. I have over a thousand now. He's just waiting. He's just waiting patiently for his time to strike. <sighs> oh, God, I hate that guy. Anyway, we're going to get, uh, well, first we of all, it's, it. it's worth to be mentioned, Mario, as a fellow podcaster. That is true. That is I, so I'm, true. A, I'm a young up and coming guy and my show is much more ghetto than this. You know, you guys have this awesome setup and, Every time I reach out to someone to do a show, they're like, oh, yeah, I would love to. Where do you record? And I'm like, oh, well, I kind of just have a laptop and a microphone. So it's a portable show. What's up? Yeah, I was listening to your show the other day, and I had this just intense desire to order a sausage and pepper sandwich. Yeah, and that's so strange. <laughs> Why do you think that was? Were you listening to that awesome podcast you had with, with that Nate Timmons yeah, character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Nate Timmons wait, hold on. was I was going to say, was this the more successful <laughs> what? Is it Nate the successful Timmons or you? Was it Nate Timmons or Nate underscore Timmons? <laughs> I don't have time for any more underscores in my life. One's enough. But that was fun. We've done a few on location ourselves, and it's it's been kind of hectic. But I liked recording it. We did it at the uh, at Car what's Carmine Carmine Leonardo's Meat Market. Yeah, and he brought us over some BLTs. Free food is always good. I some got, wrapped sausages. See, Renault. Uh, Renault. Yeah. Yeah. Talks about that all the time. And you know, and that's his. Renault? That's his. 
Uh, what? Renault. Renault. Renault Notaro. No clue. <laughs> TLDR. He's a he's a he's a he's a guy. Renault Notaro of Mile High Sports. He used to have he used to have a commercial on there for Carmen Carmen Leonardo's uh, meat market. Yes, and it was the tagline was you just can't beat Carmen Leonardo's meat, and he changed that. I was wondering what? if you got some crap for, for what's the that? issue? I, oh, does it? <laughs> Ding ding ding! Last horse crosses the finish line. There we go. <laughs> why would why would there be a problem with that? Is Mario way too loud? Not you? as a person, just in the headphones. As a person, I've gotten that a lot. Do you want me to push the no, microphone? You're fine. Away from no, you? you're fine. We have uh, a rookie producer over there named Nate Timmons. Well, you Which like everything one? to be blaring in everyone's ears. I like so I my just... voice to be louder than everybody else's. No, he likes no, that. It doesn't not... always work out that way. <laughs> hey, now hey, I, I own the mic. Am I? Did I get muted? No, you sound Hello? great. Hello. Yes, you've been you muted. Sound... Is this better? You've been muted. Just sit there silently for the next hour. <laughs> you know, just to, just to bought, listen. Yeah, we bought right you, we that. bought you, we brought you here as audience essentially. So, so Mario, you do run your own podcast. And you have your blog over there. Uh, where can people find your podcast? Just on your website? You on iTunes? You know what? There's. I'm not on iTunes yet. I'm going to try and build up to that. Um, but right now it's on the sportspyramid.com, uh, exclusively right there. But you can also, if you have a SoundCloud account, uh, I have a SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash the sports pyramid. And I put more stuff on my SoundCloud than I do on my actual website. You know, there are a couple things that, you know, maybe aren't completely related to sports and I'll keep on my SoundCloud account. Like I've done covers for songs before, not singing, rapping. I'm not a great rapper either. But you know, just to because you're of, white, right? Well, yeah. Or Italian? I'm mostly white. It's <laughs> a race joke. Though. I'm mostly white. And way to and bring it down, Nate. <laughs> wow, we hit a wall there for a second. Well, we were. I was just about to put like uh, you know in our like description more minority guests than any other podcast. Got to erase that, I guess. I'm a, just white. I'm Italian. Though. Does, does Italian count? count? Do we count that? That's a race. That's <laughs> yes. Kind of. But it's it is it. We usually finish last. <laughs> <laughs> that does count too. It does count. Well, you got to get on iTunes. I, I think it's free. We're on iTunes. I've seen a lot of weird podcasts on iTunes. That you know, then that, that I think will be my next step. I think that's that's when I'm ready to make it big. Like the the that's Colorado a, sports guys. That's yeah. what we did. We're when I'm ready, to, when money. I'm ready to take that leap and I, I can, you know, fend off people with my fame, then. Well, in the meantime, if you want to listen to the podcast, they can send a self-addressed post envelope to Mario Ventanze, and they will, he will send <laughs> you on, a cassette man. tape <laughs> with send the podcast. On. If you just hold it up to the radio, you can record it yourself and make a mixtape. Send it to Passages right Malibu in. Uh, <laughs> In, uh, in oh, Colorado. And, and while we're talking about this, you know, if you're listening to the radio, maybe, I don't know, Mondays around 9.40 a.m., I now have my own segment on Mile High Sports with um, the Morning Mayhem crew, Dan Williams, Marcello Romano. I think he, they pretty much just brought me in there because Cello's the only Italian over there. <laughs> And he's the most Looks. diverse piece that they have in Mile High Sports, so they figure maybe another Italian and they'll get a tax write-off. <laughs> this is this is Mile High Sports version of diversification <laughs> to bring in the Italian. Well, I guess and I guess Spano is kind of Italian, or at least he tries to convince people he's he's more of like a New Yorker type. <laughs> Mario, are you a uh, Daniil Gallinari fan at all? I am. Yeah, I like I like Danilo mostly because I love his accent when he's talking. He's talking in his interviews and 
clearly English is not his first language, but I, I love that Italian accent. I worked at an Italian restaurant for about nine months and all the chefs spoke Italian and it's a language I really do, I really do love and I pretty much just know swear words in Italian because that's all they would say. So <laughs> your- if Danilo ever drops an F-bomb or tells someone to suck his D, I could tell you that's what he was saying. Well, the next time that you have your segment on there, just bring up Danilo to Danny Williams and see how fast he offers to trade Danilo or how quickly he thinks the Nuggets should trade Danilo. Well, and then Marcello will chime in like, hey, come on, man. Let's, let's just give him a chance. Okay. We got into many, many arguments at Nuggets practices with Danny about, about trading Danilo Gallinari and of course, him bringing up to George Carl that maybe they should bench Danilo Gallinari and bring him in as the sixth man. So, he's always got that, that would thoughts. go over really well. <laughs> does indeed. But let's get into some sports headlines. Ross, you can kick those off. Oh, sports headlines. Uh-oh. Uh, let's just go with headlines. Let's just, let's just say ranked headlines. Just headlines, kidding. Whatever. Lots of sports Is headlines. Is there any single mother headlines? Lots of sports <laughs> headlines. And we're going to start off on somewhat of a somber note, unfortunately, from uh, – uh, FoxSports.com, June 5th, 2013, headline reads, Broncos coach's parents die in mm. crash. Did you guys hear about this? I did, yeah. This is pretty sad. Eric Studisville, um, his parents were killed in a motorcycle accident yeah, yesterday. Right. So not much to say about that except yeah. for that's really, really sad. Condolences and, yeah. Yeah. And his prayers family. go out to his family for yeah. sure. That's, uh, that's a crappy crappy thing is it just me or or do the broncos seem to have i mean i don't follow other nfl teams right on a regular basis do the broncos seem to have their fair share and more of tragedies and they've certainly and, yeah they've certainly made the news a lot more for yeah. tragic events a lot of teams have been having team. them though you like, know i mean the chiefs had the guy last year obviously oh that went to oh, the, yeah. the worst you know the junior Seau with the chargers junior Seau, and, yeah the Bengals, chris henry i mean there's been all sorts of just bad luck or bad fortune that's hit the nfl well it's a sad story we uh uh you know hope he uh is doing okay although i'm sure that's didn't he take over thing. Was it after Shanahan? He was, the, he it was after McDaniels. McDaniels, yeah. that's right. There. He was, he was the after they got the by coach. the Raiders. That's and right. he was the interim coach for the last few games. He was right. pretty good. We had that cool game that we won. I remember him kind of going bananas on the sidelines. So that, was the, that was the Houston Texans, game, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Kind There's of only one person that carries the ball right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. God bless. <laughs> so uh, let's see here. From the Denver Post by Mike Kliss. Your boy. On June 4th, <laughs> 2013. Yeah, my boy, Mike Kliss, <laughs> for some reason. Well, you know, it's ironic here. This headline is about your boy, Nate Timmons. Broncos running back, Willis McGahee skips OTAs, but is about expected you. to you, be at minicamp. Yeah. Please don't interrupt me in the middle of the headlines, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm still, I'm still learning. I'm learning on the fly here. That's my bad. <laughs> I'll repeat it. Okay. Broncos running back Wilson McGahey skips OTAs, but is expected to be at minicamp. Um, now you may speak. Dude, if you now I got nothing, man. I'm all out of thoughts. People are a little upset about Willis McGahee not showing up to these voluntary practices. Whatever else, hold on to the ball. People are not upset about this. He went to Miami. He doesn't need to be there. He's probably hanging out in Florida, having a great time. Probably a better time than anybody in Denver. People are upset about this, Nate Timmons. Just because you're not upset about this doesn't mean that Bronco fans, Jeff, not Bronco Nation. I don't get upset. Jeff, Jeff isn't. (laughs) Jeff looks really worried from where I'm sitting. Jeff isn't aware uh, that that people talk about anything other than the Seattle uh, <laughs> basketball franchises. 
of <laughs> of long past. Hey, that was a travesty, okay? <laughs> but uh but no, like people are upset. People are wondering what this guy's commitment is to this team and, and Because he's Brandon, not OTAs? Everybody else is showing up. Wills McGahey could be an integral part of this offense. Does it say anything about what he, way he feels about this Bronco team? I mean, a lot of people are saying this team is a legitimate contender. But he's done this with every team that he's been a part of. That's that's just what he does. That's what McGahey's all about. Yeah. And does that what does that say about him as a player then? Well, I, I mean, I just because any, he's always done it, does that I, mean it's okay? I mean, he hasn't always been on a Peyton Manning team. Well, well I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily take. I mean, well, we have to, we have to think for you know, a little tangent here. Mike Shanahan is basically the one who started these uh, mandatory, not mandatory OTAs back in the late nineties, and this this whole thing started with him, and then it kind of progressed, progressed where it's like, oh, it's voluntary, but it's not really voluntary, you know, that sort of thing. I it gets to the point where I don't know if, if will it help him be something he wasn't last year to be here at this uh, OTA. He's old. I mean, at, th- at this point, I want him to be healthy. He's got loose skin and old balls. <laughs> Gross! <laughs> well, first of all, you. Second of all, um. What is it? Don't die? <laughs> at this point, you know, he's, he's, has a lot of mileage. It, it, uh, as much rest as he can get to where he's not, like, injured when he goes into uh, the season or just doesn't get injured as he progresses through the season, I'm fine with. So I don't care if he misses. If it was a guy like Noshan yeah. Moreno who's gonna be I think really fighting for a spot has never really proven himself as an NFL back. Then I think you're a little bit concerned. Or if it's a guy like Hillman or even one of the rookies, what have you. But because it's McGahee and he's bouncing around from team to team, he's a seasoned veteran. He's been doing this year after year in his career. Yeah, never I, I, been a Super Bowl winning. Not, yeah, he's all. He's never been like. But, but are we going to blame that on the back. fact that he goes to the U to work out during OTAs? That's that's the that's the good question. And, and frankly. I see it is a little disappointing that he's not here, he's not participating, he's not bonding with the team. That is a little disappointing. But then, you know, I think it's a running back. My position on running backs is they're kind of plug and play. Wilson McGahee is not going to be the starting running back this year because he showed up at these voluntary exactly. camps. It's, there's going to be com- competition for that, you know, starting for all those uh, touches. So I don't really care, frankly, but... uh I thought I'd bring well, it up. Monty Ball's going to be the rookie of the year, so it's not like Willis is going to be able to get and the Super Bowl anyway. MVP. Oh, <laughs> and Miss America, <laughs> and he's probably going to go to Disneyland, right? Huh? Yeah. Jeff's yeah. favorite uh, Miss America takes a <laughs> Miss America makes drastic changes next year to Jeff's delight. <laughs> we'll have Mon- Monty Ball as crowned as Miss America next. Alrighty, moving on here from ESPN.com, the Associated Press, uh, June 5th, 2013. No problems in Tyler Chatwood MRI. Oh, thank God. World Series, Mm. here we come. uh, Back on the bandwagon, baby, let's do this. I didn't know, like, Tyler Chatwood is obviously a country singer of some sort. Yes. I'm not sure his affiliation with the Rockies, but good for him. He wears ripped jeans. He has bleach blonde, spiky hair. This is great. This is great. Um, so yeah, no comments on Tyler. I was hearing a lot of Rockies people. I mean, this has been on sports radio all day too. People talking about Tyler Chatwood. Even yesterday, before the Nuggets uh, pre-draft workout, some of the reporters among themselves are talking about, "Whoa, what about Chatwood? What are they going to do? Uh, are the Rockies going anywhere? I mean, it's it's good. You want to see young arms stay healthy." 
and maybe they'll have a shot because the Rockies are in the absolute worst division in the National League. Well, that's true. I mean, I don't know if necessarily Chatwood is the linchpin of the of their rotation, <laughs> so I don't don't necessarily think I'm going to be that broken up about it. Seems like Jorge De La Rosa is the one who's been the most consistent. Well, as long as John Garland is in this rotation, this team isn't going oh, anywhere. Good lord, he's bad. Have you guys ever flown U.S. Airways? No, no, no. Mario, I don't, I don't fly think private. So. U.S. Airways is a. Arena? What about United Airlines? You ever flown United? Uh, yeah, it's a Denver hub, right? Yeah. United Airlines and U.S. Airways are kind of like this horrible, like it's like riding on a, a RTD plane, but worse. Like it's, it's like a rat. It's with like waves. an RTD. It's like an RTD bus. And I think about all the people that that uh, are from other countries who somehow are unfortunate enough to ride along, ride on U.S. Airways, and this this horrible impression they must have of this wonderful country based upon the fact that it's, you know, if you fly Air Canada, you're going to say, oh, Canada must be nice because Air Canada is wonderful, you know? I'm wondering if it's possible to have a class action lawsuit against U.S. Airways so they change their name, and I'm kind of thinking about the same thing with the Colorado Rockies because they have taken the name of the most beautiful mountain range in the world and just turned it into a laughing stock. When you Google Colorado Rockies, you don't get pristine mountain peak pictures. You get horrible headlines about Tyler Country Music Chatwood and his <laughs> MRI that nobody cares about. Can we can we sue the Rockies to make them change their name or get better? Because they have kind of soiled this. If the Redskins aren't going to change their name, chances are the Rockies won't change their name either. <laughs> that is, that is, Snyder says name. there's no way we're changing this team. If the, Indians find it offensive. That's too damn bad for them. I remember years ago. I, There's was no it? Indians left anyway. The, the Arvada High School used to be known as the Redskins. Thanks to Christopher Columbus, by the way, your boy. Who is Italian <laughs> but represented the Spaniards, which was weird. Well, the, the, Arv- the Arvada um, High School used to be the Arvada Redskins, and then I believe they changed it to Reds or something like that. And I don't even know what they changed it to after that. So, you know, you can change it. Maybe it's the I think Colorado. They just bulldoze the school at some point. <laughs> You're just like, we can't. <laughs> I went to Arvada West. So that's it. They're um, here with their reservations and casinos, which we gave you. <laughs> which we gave you. <laughs> I think you can pretty much sue anybody now for anything. So I think we should if get you together. Get we should sue the going, successful Nate Timmons. Maybe we should get Alicia Jessup and <laughs> Scott. Scott Goldman, our two attorneys at large here with the Colorado sports guys, and get them to put together a lawsuit. And let's uh, see if we can get something done here. I'm in. Uh, it's, uh, we can also, while we're at it, have like a sub like, note or, you know, article two of this is get rid of Dinger once oh, and for please. all. Good Lord. Please. If we get some sandwiches too, <laughs> we're going to probably have a meeting. We'll get some sandwiches. <laughs> yes, we'll get some. Oh, yeah. It'll be a potluck. <laughs> Everybody brings something. <laughs> you know, the, the Dinger is one of the most universally reviled mascots. I've ever. I it's mean, a purple dinosaur. He, the 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 fans of Colorado hate him. The opposing teams hate him. He is hated. I don't know why he shows up to the Rockies games. It's probably just because he's entertaining kids or you know it's dancing around. I hate all how they the keep kids. forcing him into their yearly commercials that the Rockies always do. There's always one or two commercials where you can just tell they force Dinger in there, and the guy that produces these commercials is like, well. You know, maybe we just do the players this year, and there's someone in the front office like, well, let's fit Dinger into a few of them. He's so liked by the kids. Shut up. Get him out of here. Dinger's got, Dinger's got clout. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that Dinger clout. <laughs> All right. USA Today, from May 31st, 
way back in last month. <laughs> Let's just like go so ahead. Now. Let's just go ahead and just get this over with here. By Sam Amick in USA Today Sports. Oh, Masai, it's Jeff's boy, Sam <laughs> Masai Ujiri <laughs> leaves Denver Nuggets for Toronto Raptors. Oh, I thought that was just speculation. <laughs> it happened. What? <laughs> oh, no. What are we going to do now? Have the Denver Stiffs recovered? I think so. It's really driven traffic to the site. So. <laughs> yeah, it's been a shit ton of people reading our stuff. So, I mean, that's been really good. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> it's been great. But, yeah, we just we saw yesterday, beside Jerry, had his press conference in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, he talked about being home, said, I'm home, said all these great things about being able to uh, – use every resource that he could and he's in charge and they're going to get to work on everything. And then the media would ask him questions and he would dodge all those questions beautifully. You know, he gave no specifics about anything. He uttered want to win a championship and that's about <laughs> it. That's pretty much he's all you have to guy. do. He's a funny guy. a very good sense of humor. Yeah, that's well, pretty, pretty much all you have to do at a press conference is championship. But we got, we so got, who's next? We who's kinda, the next uh, GM? Well, Bill McCartney? Know. Please say it's Bill McCartney. <laughs> it might be Bill McCartney. He's a saint! They're interviewing him, I think. Bill McCartney's a saint! I think he's coming in. Well, we got into a discussion. Who wouldn't want to hire him? Uh, <laughs> he's a saint! Anybody, I guess? Nobody? <laughs> we gotta end that Bill McCartney Wait, shit. Wait, he said, Masai said that it felt good to be home. Oh, he, he just went, said, I'm, to Canada? Yeah, it just kind of his first thing was. Homeboy's I'm, from I'm home. Nigeria. He is a long way from home. And well, I, and I think there's he, a, there's, you know, Toronto and Nigeria. Maybe, maybe. Their sister cities. Maybe, maybe he's very confused. He it's like, confused. it's a lot colder up here and not as many people of my color, but maybe it has gotten better over the years. And I think he actually spent more years with the Nuggets than he did with the Raptors in his two stints, right? Yeah, seven years total. Yeah, and two and a half in Toronto yeah. or three. So, yeah. well, there is a possibility kind of that by saying I'm home, he may or may not be pandering a little bit to the fans. Oh, that's what it was. Could not, may, maybe not a literal statement. <laughs> oh, maybe like people in Canada Could care be. about basketball. Like when you sign a five-year contract, yeah. yeah. dude. There were probably a hundred people at that press conference. It was pretty impressive. That's about really? the extent of their fan base too. <laughs> uh, I mean, go to a Nuggets press conference. They you're had not the people, find the, many the people, people from there. the Basketball Jones there. You know, probably. Yeah, there, I mean, there is, there's a, there's more people there than there's ever has been at a Nuggets press conference, yeah. I think. Toronto's maybe, actually a good know, basketball maybe town. Maybe here. Frankly, Toronto's not a bad basketball town. When they're good, their fans come out and support them. When, when Vince Carter was there and it was the Air Canada Center and it was going crazy, that was like one of the best places to play hoops. Yeah, it's a right. better and basketball town. Grady, right? Toronto's a better yeah. basketball town than Denver is a hockey town. That's for sure. Well, the Raptors. What? Had, Raptors have blasphemy. <laughs> We have the first overall pick. That counts for something. <laughs> Raptors had a higher attendance than the Nuggets last year and a way worse record. So there's that. Oh, man. That kind of takes the air out of the room. <laughs> well, I'm going to go ahead and retract my statement then. I guess I just have a personal vendetta towards Canada. Go ahead and mute his mic for five minutes. He's in you know, the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna the penalty the next, box. I'm going to sit out the next couple plays, guys. I'm just going to sit back and kind of watch but we got We got some interesting discussion about this. Jeff was talking about it a little bit on Twitter, and we were talking about, you know, Messiah's talking about being able to use resources, and there's even talk where Messiah had said, you know, Toronto's not going to be afraid to go into the luxury tax and – you know, you're looking at the Nuggets and it's like, well, maybe Messiah was kind of handcuffed here a little bit because, I mean, Jeff has brought this up. Messiah told Zach Lowe a year ago, the Nuggets are hard capped at $63 million. So it's like, 
he's going to be able to do more there than he was ever going to be able to do here. And Timmons, you made the comment, has he already completed his, has he already done as much as he can here? Could be. You know, you mentioned that. What Could else be. can he do? And Hope he seemed, a lot more. He seemed very excited about that prospect too, of being able to, you know, go somewhere and try to build something back up. He's like, that's what I like to do. Maybe he's going to become kind of a, a, a mercenary in that like the, regard. Like the Larry Brown of GMs? <laughs> yeah, he's just going to bounce around to every team and just reconstruct them, make them decent, and then bounce and see if they can do better. But whatever. By Jeffrey Morton on June 5th, 2013. God, what did I write? In the Denver com. Very reputable denverstiffs.com. Headline, if Andre Iguodala doesn't re-sign with the Denver Nuggets, will they, quote, unquote, tank? I don't know if you answered that question in the article or not. I, <laughs> it was, I didn't bother no, to read it. <laughs> it was an open-ended question. <laughs> it's, a, just, it's just a rhetorical headline. No, nothing. You guys aren't oh, prepared. you want me to you guys aren't prepared to, uh, you know, feel free to chime in on your own podcast. Okay, that's yeah. I'm just going to let Jeff try to defend his, his I don't, position. I don't well, here, how about this? How about this? Before you go in, let's go to a, an even more reputable site, uh, rantsports.com <laughs> by Ryan Heckman on June 5th, 2013. Denver Nuggets team would be lucky if Andre Iguodala walks. Oh, I got, you know, listen, I again I, didn't read, you know, TLDR. TLDR. I would never read garbage from Rant Sports. <laughs> right? But you didn't read the garbage from Denver Stiffs either. <laughs> I only, uh, yeah, you're, that's correct. Everything out there is garbage. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Why does every paragraph start with Danilo Gallinari? That's what I don't understand. <laughs> oh, Gallo. You know, Mario, we I weren't love- serious about the penalty box thing. You- oh, good. I was waiting. I was, I was actually doing a countdown. I was at about 4.15, man. I was waiting for the last 45 seconds to go by. I had so much to say. I was just like, well, I got to wait. No, no. I, I, of all the point I was making in the article is like, you know, you hear people, and this was just a comment on people people are talking about with uh, Andre Iguodala. Well, maybe if they lose Iguodala to Gallo's out for the year, most most of the year, maybe they should not try too hard and tank for a, a draft pick. Well, so, how, would, how would that actually be possible with the current Nuggets? I don't think it would be. They team. would have to trade off a significant portion of the roster to do that. And they'd have to try to get George Carl out of the head coaching chair. Yeah. Because there's no way Carl's going to sacrifice wins just for that. I, his, I, I, just for the sake of it. No, they said the prospect of tanking, I mean, as a longtime Nuggets fan, I remember the 90s very vividly. Oh. <sighs> We're aware. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Did they ever try to tank them? For those of you, uh, like my suck. fellow podcasters who were born in uh, 2003, uh, <laughs> it's just, uh, do those people exist? Ten <laughs> <laughs> year olds out there with podcasts? Ten year old podcast. <laughs> These two. Um, <laughs> that, uh, you know, that it's one of those things, but it's just like it, it sends shivers up my spine. I hate, I think it's disingenuous. And it's like a slap in the face of the ticket buying public to do something like that. But do you remember that year? It was the year the Bulls won 72 games, but they came into Denver and the the Nuggets Nuggets were one of the worst teams (laughs) of the NBA and they beat them. And I, back then, I was maybe five or six. So that year, the Nuggets were actually better than the Bulls. Yeah. Well, no, I was, I I was a bigger (laughs) Michael Jordan fan. So when the Bulls lost to the lowly Nuggets, I cried. And my dad had to console me. He's like, actually, our team won, so you should be happy. What was that, the 95, 95, 96 year, or was it 96, 97? 
Well, it was 95 95-96. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Mahmoud had a good game. I remember being in the rafters at McNichols with my buddy Brett. And we got dropped off by his parents. We got to go to the game alone, and we got to see that win. It was the happiest day in of the my rafters. life. Woo! Behind the post, wicked pisser. Yeah, behind the post, they didn't even give us any beers up there. <laughs> um, <laughs> the guy would come up, and he ran out before he got that. <laughs> I'm all right with Andre Iguodala going away. Yes, yes. For the record. You know, you're, we have mentioned that before. You don't want a guy that shoots 60% from the free throw line? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's I don't believe this. You know, the cool people call it the charity stripe. I don't know. That's what <laughs> yeah, yeah free it. and charity, neither of them really kind of <laughs> coincide with the way the Nuggets play. <laughs> that was some, uh, that was after hours of looking through the thesaurus, somebody figured out charity stripe. Yeah. It's an interesting prospect if he does leave though. It's actually, I mean, from his standpoint, it might be best. The Nuggets are not going to win a championship next year. It's just not going to happen. You have no. Gallo out. You're going to struggle to get into the playoffs. Even when Gallo comes back, if he's back in February, it's not like he's going to come back and be able to pick up where he left off before he got injured last year. No. He's going to need at least a month or two months to well, work now, himself back into playing shape. He's Italian. So Superhuman. if there's somebody that he could, that could do it, it's probably bum, him. Bum, 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 bum. You see what I'm going with there? Italian style. All right. Enough with the Iguodala talk. Run up the stairs and final headline. But I mean, with Iguodala, just I mean, final headline. It's going to be thirty. So why, why, like, why stay here when it's going to be two years down the road before you might be able to get back to that championship road? And from the Nuggets side, if he leaves, that frees up a lot of room for them to maybe go in a different direction and stay young, but maybe try to. You know, give somebody like Yvon Fournier more time. I don't know. I say keep Iguodala. He's a great sixth man. Bottom line. He's a $12 million, $10 million guy. Sixth man. But that's the guy that they always introduce Not last million. in player Eight, introductions. <laughs> you can't take him out of the, out of the mix. It's <laughs> a good point. It's nice. The name does sound good over the PA. Iguodala! <laughs> so it's not a lose. It's not, you know, if he comes back, cool. If he doesn't come back, that's cool too. Whatever. Word. ESPN Nate's, by Ramona Shelburne on June 2nd. <laughs> this uh, rumor, uh, something I heard, this might have already uh, resolved itself. Maybe you guys can fill me in. Sources, George Carl's status in air. Weird. Could they really not put the in there? Would that just make it way too long? <laughs> really? Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's sacrifice good writing for space. Four letters it's for from, the space. It's from Especially ESPN. on a website. And the. It's Come from on, ESPN, guys. so. Especially on a website where, you know, printing it is gonna cost a lot for your company. Is it true that George Carl's being courted by these other teams, like the Clippers? A courting? I don't know why the Clippers wouldn't go after him. I mean, to go from Vinny Del Negro to him seems like a big boost. Like the classic regular season coach and then just tanks in the playoffs. Seems like the kind of thing they're into. <laughs> seems, seems like seems like it's up their alley. Well, way to branch out, L.A. It would probably make a lot of Nuggets fans happy to see uh, George Carl move on. Yeah, I think there's there's a big faction of people that want George Carl out of here. And there's also a faction of people, even when these rumors started coming out, we saw the, on our Stiff's Facebook page, there's a lot of just kind of casual fans on there like, no, he can't go. What if if he leaves? We're going to be totally unstable, and we just lost Masai. We can't lose him too. And then, like the hardcore Nuggets fans have really been paying attention to the team. Are like, take Andre Miller with you if you leave. Oh, thank <laughs> so God, yes. I mean, it's kind of funny. You just see just to see those two perspectives, like people that really paying attention to the team, 
well, even even we even have some people on our site that are diehards that want him to stay, and then there's diehards that want him to go. So I mean, it's it's really fifty fifty. So you're saying he's a polarizing character. Very polarizing, yes. Perfect word. Well, let me say this, character. Nate. When we did our show on the sportspyramid.com, that's the sportspyramid.com with Mario Vitanzi. That's me. Um, when we did our show, we talked about, you know, you and I both said Ujiri's probably on his way out and Carl's probably going to follow because, you know, Ujiri's keeping Carl around and you think that they kind of believe in each other. So just so everyone knows, we were kind of the first people to say that Carl was on his way out <laughs> while he's up in air. And he's got a, I mean, he's <laughs> on way out. He's got a huge, going to leave. He's got a huge price tag too. If they're just going to keep him around for one more year, you know, if they're not going to bring him back, it would be in his best interest if somebody would give him some long-term stability to go. So you're saying giving, give him the uh, injured horse treatment? Is that what you're saying? Just Put shoot him. him. Just take, him take him out back. I mean, I don't, <laughs> go the way of old Yeller. Whatever they think is best is, I guess, what's going to happen. I don't know. I mean, if 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 Josh wants to keep him here beyond this season, then no, don't let him talk to the Clippers and give him the three year extension now. But I mean, I think what they actually should do is just wait till after the season to resolve it. If they're if they're going to keep him here, don't give him the extension now. Yeah, but I mean, it's like. How committed would George be if he goes into a season knowing that they're not committed to him? You know, it's it's like it's like you know George. He he's you know he's all finicky. emotional. He's fickle, finicky, he's fickle character. And I don't I don't I don't want Toronto him thing. going into a season not sure of his own future like that again because he's just I, I, I don't like that sort of thing. It's best to deal with it now. I think if you're not going to keep him, if you're not going to have no intention of going down that road again. Let him know. We can move on. And if the Nuggets, and if the Nuggets inkling is, well, if he fails in the playoffs again, then we'll just not bring him back. And it's like, if that's your line of thinking now, then don't even bother. Then don't him bother. Back, that's right. Know? Just let, let him, him go. Let him go. That's and kind then, of what we've come to expect anyway. It's like, oh, yay, we won 57 games. Well, who cares? Yep. Yeah. Look at her. Yeah. Gallo didn't get hurt. Stop it. <laughs> We'd be in finals right now. <laughs> they call that uh, in <laughs> poker uh, chasing rabbits or whatever that is, trying to find out with those next. Ah! Ooh, sorry, I'm you. allergic to bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> chasing uh, dragons? Is that what it is? Chasing the no. dragon? Uh, hunting rabbits? I think that's a drug reference. <laughs> Chase the white rabbit. It's a yeah. heroin <laughs> reference. <laughs> <I think>. <laughs> wow, we have derailed. <laughs> Nick's making. Heroin references on the um, car. Have you ever listened to the show before? Yeah. Right now. This is pretty much how it goes. (laughs) Right now. That was a no. This is calling free-flowing podcasting. You got more headlines, Ross? No. I I set the computer down. That's an indicator. You set the computer down. That is headlines we'll come back with. Things Jeff believes to be true. Is that even possible? No. Before we get into Jeff's, uh, what was that word I was using the other day? Oh, um. Amazonian? Mm, no, Timmons. Malif. <laughs> Mag- 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 Magniloquence? Magniloquent. <laughs> the Magniloquence of Morton. <laughs> no. Before we get into that, let's remind everybody that if you're a big fan of this podcast, as I know you are, and you like to do some shopping at Amazon, go ahead and click through that uh, banner at the top of ColoradoSportsGuys.com before you do your normal shopping at Amazon. They have 
any item you could possibly want and not just ankle socks. They got laptops. They got laptops. They got flat screen TVs. They got a lot of stuff. Toilet paper. You could use to clean off that new flatty, right? Ross is obsessed with toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, man, I got the thing on subscription. Just delivers a case of it every other day. And, uh, I'm never short of the ass wipe here. And I do it on Amazon. Why are we wasting our time going to the grocery store? We should, time is money, people. And you know what? It means money to us when you go to coloradosportsguys.com and click that banner. We're going to get a new mixer. We're going to get some new microphones. We're going to get Mario's podcast on iTunes. Yes. You know? Yes. yes instead I of having to have the cassette tapes shipped out to you. <laughs> you know what? There are some people that appreciate that. I think they're hipsters, and you have hipster glasses. So if anybody can appreciate my ghetto-ass podcast, it should be you. Why do you think I even came here in the first place? <laughs> well, apparently to ruin the podcast. <laughs> so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, Amazon.com. If you go there, go to collarsportsguys.com first. Click that banner. We get a little piece of the pie, and you get to keep listening to this great content. Thank you very much. We love you all. Yeah. Okay. A sandwich. sandwich. Okay, guys, well, trying to gear up with the Broncos into their uh, off-season, the OTAs. I'm um, trying to gear myself Reminds into... Reminds you of the 94 Nuggets. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not yet. The 84 Nuggets. Not yet. <laughs> Are they, uh, with this, remi- this, I'm trying to get myself into Broncos mood because, you know, I'm trying to gear out of... Covering the Nuggets as we do. It's because you've been seven. staring at that 75th anniversary John Elway jersey on the wall over there, isn't yeah. it, Jeff? No. And I was thinking about back when Elway played in 1940, whatever, yes. 1925. Yes. No, 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 26. And I think that the anticipation I'm seeing in the city for this like, team is ramping up more and more and more. And I have rarely, rarely felt fan anticipation in the citywide like this for the Broncos. I was like, maybe the last time would be the 98 team. That's because everybody's stuck on the fact that the team lost in 96 and then won the Super Bowl in 97. That could be it. And I they're was thinking about that too. Yeah, they're, they're, they've got that whole Jacksonville and then winning the Super Bowl the next year. You know. It was a traumatic experience. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Ross could tell you he was at the game where they lost to the Ravens, froze his ass off. Worst experience of my life. He still has not thought out. It's horrible. My knee still hurts. (laughs) So coming off that sort of experience, you get, you know, the off-season activities. They signed Wes Welker and a bunch of guys that I actually forgot the names of. And Quentin Jamma. Quentin Jammer, the someone who probably will not be playing that much. Simon Fletcher, Gary Zimmerman. <laughs> so, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, wrong. Nate's, Nate's, had, Nate's had a fugue. Um, and I think that, you know, seeing that sort of thing going through this, this city, my question to the three of you would be, are you feeling that same sort of enthusiasm? Hell yes! 
Okay, it's, that was disingenuous. So, no, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, but it's it's almost like a, a fear because there's definitely a time limit here to when the Broncos have the ability to strike, right? I mean... Yeah, as soon as I mean, Peyton's arm falls off, right? I mean, done. that's well, like... Well, apparently Mother Nature factors in on Peyton's arm, so... Yeah, which it's not good that the Super Bowl is going to be in New Jersey this year either. Oh, Weather's God. probably not going to be so great. Can they build a dome real fast on that? <laughs> Get something retractable out there in that $100 million stadium. I, mean, I don't I understand that. Why that. are they having the Super Bowl Billion in New stadium. Jersey? You can call it New York all you want. The stadium is in Jersey. It's that it's Bloomberg, right? right? I don't I don't know. I mean, it, people are just going to fist bump their ways down in there. <laughs> I think, hey, Vinny. We're going to go make our way into the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. If Jersey gets the Super you Bowl. You're going to let him say that? I, I agree, man. Do you, do you realize how much respect people lost for me because of the Jersey Shore? They started calling me Guido. They're like, oh, don't punch me. I'm like, come on, man. Okay? Shut if you, you start calling yourself the situation, then we're going to have to have words. But, I mean, the Sopranos built you up to where you were walking around, you know, shoulders shoulders out, chest puffed out. And then, oh, yeah. We were feeling good after the Sopranos. Yeah. Now and then Jersey Shore comes in like a hurricane and just takes <laughs> us all out like, no! It's a Why balancing. are you doing this? It's a balancing act. It's worked out. Well, no, it, it was not balanced. We are in the red. <laughs> we in the red. Well, with Jersey getting the Super Bowl, I mean, that only it's only a matter of time before Denver's allowed to have one, right? No. No. Well, I mean, come on, Jersey, it snows there. A lot. <laughs> the I fact think... that the game was five degrees last year against Baltimore <laughs> just got rid of any <laughs> any notion that Denver might ever have a Super Bowl. You know, and that rarely happens. And I mean, we so all, we could all say this. Day. We could all say this to we're blue in the face that it doesn't happen that often in Denver. Detroit actually, got a Super Bowl. We actually, by and large, have good weather during the and winter. And then everyone got robbed, so and they then, don't do it anymore. And then you get you <laughs> see a game where Peyton's Manning's arm was barely functional by the end of the game, and you're like, oh well, you know, people are like, we'll see. <laughs> See, you know, that's Denver. You know, they never get above two degrees we're, up in Denver. We're pigeonholed as, as a bad weather town, but <laughs> we're really not. That's because it's all those national games, um, like in, you know, a while back had the Denver in the snow. And then people are like, well, it burns into their brain. Well, so what is it that you believe the to be true here? That the, <laughs> I, have to, I asked you a question well, that you answered question? disingenuously. There's anticipation <laughs> about the Broncos. No, I said, are you feeling it too, Mr. Yeah, disingenuous? of course. Okay. I mean, you see it everywhere. That's all anybody wants to talk about. They steal headlines on a weekly basis from whatever other good sports team is doing decent at the time because this is a Broncos yeah. state. State. Fact, yeah, it's even June. surrounding Colorado, it's Broncos fans. Wyoming, yeah. Nebraska. I mean, people come from everywhere. They are Utah, they are Mexico. all in as a franchise right now, and as a fan, so am I. Yeah. I I don't think I've ever been as excited for a season to start than I am right now. They're absolutely doing everything they can to make sure they win right now. So, with this being said, does it disappoint you that the Nuggets don't do the same thing and go off? <laughs> no, <laughs> I knew you were going to bring it around. <laughs> No, I'm actually kind of excited for the Avalanches. Season. Stop it! Oh God, please no. stop it! Unless, <laughs> unless they don't take Seth Jones, I'll be kind of pissed. They'd be it racist does. if they don't. You know what? It's June. June. We talk about the Broncos in June. We don't even. The topic of the day here is: Will will the weather in New Jersey in the Super Bowl affect <laughs> Peyton Manning's arm? That's what we talk about in it's Denver. It's only ten months away. <laughs> we gotta get we don't on even it now. Like it's not even worth talking about the preseason, regular season camps, anything. Let's talk. It's about the Super Bowl, baby. 
Well, they're going to go undefeated, but it doesn't really matter. Well, it's you know, listen, I, I'm actually feel I, I'm tr- I'm getting slowly getting into the groove with the Broncos, and I'm actually starting to get really excited about the prospects for the year, and I hope that they live up to the hype because you know the the, the biggest issue you have is like when these teams are hyped and they're getting and there's nowhere to go they're getting now. hyped yes. nationally yes. now and that's the uh, key part like like the philly dream team which worked oh, yeah. out really well for them and then you see like they signed west Welker, and you like as soon as they signed west Welker, you, you got people like screaming from the rooftops how much this, the team's going to go to the super bowl if you now. look at the dream teams like he just mentioned it with who did you, what teams the did you eagles say? the eagles, eagles. You yeah. look but, at, but you know what the difference is their backup quarterback vince young is Popping off at the mouth. That'd be like if Brock Osweiler came out and was like, hey, we have a dream team. We have the best team in the NFL. I was like, shut up, Brock. But you saw the Eagles. They went out. They spent a lot of money he on He looks players. great in that beanie, though. Yeah. What? Brock Osweiler. He never put a helmet on, man. He, he probably accidentally almost ran onto the field wearing that beanie. He's like, bro, you need a helmet. He's got a small head <laughs> for someone All I'm going to do is kneel down. He's got a small head for someone who's 10 feet tall. It yeah, just looks small he's so tall. big. It could be. It's not quite 10 feet tall. Yeah, the Eagles, you know, they were supposed to be a good team. They threw money at it. You had the Lakers that were supposed to do good. You had the Miami Heat their first year. They didn't win the uh, Well, the, Look NBA at the Dodgers finals. and the Angels mm-hmm. right now. Dodgers, Angels have been throwing money around like They're crazy. They're seller. So I, I don't know. But they I don't mean, have Peyton Manning. That's different. The, Your the argument is invalid. Is the, the reason why it's like so but, scary is because this is one of those situations where anything but a Super Bowl victory is an absolute failure. Yeah. The Nuggets go to the second round of the playoffs, and we're you know, we throw it's a, parties it's a and success, parades, right? We tip over cop cars and <laughs> riot in the streets. We made it out of the first round. If the round. Rockies lose like eighty-five games, that's a successful season. <laughs> the Broncos have to win the Super Bowl this. They have to win it this year. Hey this. man, the Rockies are riding Tyler Chatwood to the playoffs. That's right. That's right. So you pump your all the way to the Chatwood, all the way to the man. Country Music Hall of Fame. <laughs> And All things, the way to the third place in the NFL NL West. And thanks for the Broncos broke so well last year. Peyton, you know, didn't have any kind of setbacks. He played the whole season, looked fantastic. The wide receivers came into their own. Defense played absolutely phenomenal until the playoffs. You oh, know? and their so schedule was, like, was really weak too. I mean, really and their, ske- their schedule broke for them the right way. Yeah. They had the win streak. They had all that. So it's like, can you duplicate that success next year? And that's always a scary prospect. I mean, you have one one guy go down with injury and suddenly your season's screwed. Well, it's in the NFL. It's almost it's weird. It's almost as if you're better off being a wild card team now because you know the Giants twice won the Super Bowl when they were wild card teams. I think so. I mean, it's almost as if you are like the Ravens or like the Giants and all that sort of thing. You're not exactly rolling, but you peak at the playoffs rather than the Broncos who just kind of coasted through the year. Is that going to be the? Well, they, they it's not going to be the same how to play competitive football by Apparently, the end of the season. They were just routing teams. They were defeated by maybe complacency in the weather that year. You know, last year. So, you know, maybe just needs that was more it. work with that glove. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> he needs. Uh, we need to put like some you know sort what of you know what would be like really reassuring to me is if Skip Bayless came out and said that we weren't going to do well. Because I mean, you could pretty much go opposite of anything he says and, and be Bayless pretty says. secure. And <laughs> who I mean, is, like at the who's beginning of less. At the beginning of last year when he comes out, he goes, Peyton Manning picked the worst situation to win now. Like, good call, man. Like, he has, they're, they're a bad defense. They're bad receivers. It's an average offensive line. It's like, you, this guy's on TV? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I actually am really looking forward to this year. But, you know, it's one of those things where I, I don't think I felt this in 98. 
right now it's like I'm almost scared to see that they don't live up to the hype. That is one of those things that's it, I'm focusing on right now because there's a lot. I mean, I've n- never seen a Bronco team with this much national hype. It's in America. You know? We're always waiting for the other shoe to drop, right? Pretty much. It's just that you you want to build somebody up so you can tear it down. Yeah. The Broncos have all these lofty expectations, and people are almost yeah they're scared of see that they do well because they're you almost expect them to fail because nothing good ever comes true right no well, that it, it, it's you know it may be a little bit of an eeyore thing we have in uh united states where you know we can't really accept that it's good but what do you I mean ross you're a season ticket holder what do you think coming ross is, into this season? ross has already booked the plane ticket he, he's, like, <laughs> he's going here's the thing i mean i'll say it again this year they they have to win it i mean everything if they don't it'll be because you know it if they don't win the Super Bowl or at the very least get there, it's because they screwed up or they didn't try hard or, you know, Peyton Manning gets injured. That's really what it boils down to. I yeah. think this, the, you know, we saw a team last year that a lot of people thought was, you know, heading in, you know, they, nobody thought they were going to win the Super Bowl. People had high expectations, but we learned watching that season. It was a very well balanced team. We had injuries. We had, you know, some bad stuff happen to the team. We saw a lot of guys step up. And this year, it's that team plus, you know, these new guys we're bringing on. I mean, Quentin Jammer, yeah, all right, <laughs> fine. <laughs> you know, another veteran guy, but whatever. He's going to be playing safety. That was a problem that we had last year. Yeah, fresh legs and Monty Ball, big running back that can yep. come in and maybe kind of have that. We got a lot of running yep. backs. Any, lot, one, yeah. any one of them could pop and be, you know, that that uh, that that star back. And, you know, it's a team that's got to score 40 points or can score 40 points a game. And so I'm ex- I'm excited, but it's so it's like I don't want to get too excited. I'm, I'm hesitantly, I'm cautiously optimistic, I guess I would say. But they had some good weapons on offense last year. Obviously, we've talked about them, but a couple guys this year. I mean, Wes Welker, obviously, probably better at this point. You have to say than Brandon Stokely. Duh. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and then you got look whoa. at a look at a guy like Mario's guy. He's talked about Julius Thomas, who's been getting rave reviews in training camp, and people are like, if he stays healthy. He might take that tight end position to a whole nother level that these guys haven't had since really Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Who, by the way, I heard Mario. Shannon Sharp never showed up to OTAs either. Ooh, I, I love trade Julius him. Thomas. Get him out of here. <laughs> yeah. Julius Thomas was one of the first guys that I ever did a show with. And, you know, I got him and I was kind of hesitant because it's like, okay, that, you know, it's good that we have a Bronco player coming out on our show and, I wasn't that excited, but then he starts talking and the guy is really, he's like a natural comedian. And, and he kind of talks like this, like he's got the really deep voice, you know, <laughs> but he, he speaks very clearly and it's really <laughs> hilarious when he's telling us the stories from Portland State. Like, I don't even know why I went to Portland, honestly. <laughs> he's a, yeah, he's a great guy. And it's, and I remember honestly, I did the show with him last year and he's like six, six or six, seven or however big he is. But, you know, he was, he looked a lot softer than he does now. I mean, it looks like he put on 10, 15 pounds of muscle. It looks like a much better, well-defined athlete now. And, yeah. and, you know, and they've been, we've been talking about it for the last couple of years. You know, if Julius Thomas lives up, he has such a high ceiling. If he finally figures it out and he's able to actually compete in the NFL and stay healthy, you know, he could be a fixture in this offense for a long time in an offense that's very loaded with no pressure whatsoever on this guy. Yeah. Yeah, I think you haven't touched on that. I mean, you got Welker, Demarius, Decker. If you had Julius Thomas, you have the running game. Like, and then you, throw, you throw Dreesen and Tammy in there. Yeah. yeah. I got a question. Eric Decker, I hear this uh, commercial with him where he's talking about a fine Swiss timepiece. 
And I'm thinking, you don't need a jeweler you... until you need a jeweler. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where, <laughs> Thanks, when did Eric. You... When did you get out of Compton, uh, Eric Decker? <laughs> it's like, do you actually talk like that? And I was like, I guess you do. And I'd like, fine, anyway. Swiss fine Swiss timepiece. Fine Swiss timepiece. Yes, fine. It's a Minnesota accent. You didn't know that? <laughs> yes, it was. It's a very distinct. <laughs> what mi- part of Minnesota? Uh, the cold part. Yeah, he pretty much does whatever Jesse tells him to. <laughs> hey, we're going to do a, uh, a reality show. Oh, I don't want to. No, we are. Oh, okay. She's good looking. Yeah, I'd pretty Man. much do what she wanted to. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't blame him for a second. But. <laughs> you guys. All, All right, right, boys. So that's it. That's it for Jeff with the things that he believes to be true. The Broncos. Magniloquence. Magniloquence. Yes, grandiloquence. Yes. <laughs> book the your tickets. Pomposity. Get your tickets to New Jersey. They're going to be going fast. Yes, Ross says cool. book your trips right now. <laughs> GTL right away. I'm not saying book them. I'm saying if we're not booking them, then, <laughs> then something's <laughs> wrong. Yeah. Something's wrong. This is a complete failure. We've had a colossal, colossal mistake. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they they got to start the season. At least five, six games. Let me ask you guys this. 16 wins in a row. Will this be the most disappointing season in Broncos history if they don't win the Super Bowl? Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Without yeah, question. Because last season this will crap. Dwarf, I'm nervous. This will dwarf the 96 <laughs> season because even in 96, as, as high as the expectations were. I don't were, think they beat the Packers. Um, as high as those expectations were, we still came from a standpoint of, you know, 30, 40 years or whatever yeah. of not winning and getting very used to losing Super Bowls. So this year, yes. Yeah. Most disappointing season in all of Denver sports. Well, yeah. they came out of nowhere last year, kind of. They were supposed to be this playoff team that might be able to make noise. And this year, it's yeah, it's Super Bowl or bust. And that's it's going to be... Well, in that, that 96 year, they played the Packers during the regular season. They lost by like 40 points. You know, and they would have had to play them. If they make it there, they would have had to play the Packers in the Super Bowl. The expectations weren't as high then. Yeah, they should have beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, but who knows where they go after that. Yeah, There's no underdog situation here. Well, we're going to put your guys' Broncos knowledge and some other knowledge to the test. We're going to come back and do a little quiz. Ooh, Care Bears. Oh, yeah. If you don't know how to read, what would you say? I can't think of how this quote goes. Something about the only thing I need to know how to read is the name on this shoe, Reebok. What? The only thing I need to know how to sign is an NFL contract. Maybe that was maybe that was what it is. I don't know. Was that the horrible <laughs> segue? Is that We're going to be playing for the movie The Program, the greatest football movie of all time. See, well, actually, number two behind it. Did you not see Sunday. Air Bud? Golden receiver? Come on, man. Somebody mute his mic. You know what? I'm sick of these jokes, all right? I'm they're actually, hurtful, and you're hurting my feelings. I'm trying my best. I'm actually disappointed that's not the Care Bears movie. Yeah, I don't know how you got that. Uh, this is a classic James Conn movie. Look, still still in its original package. Did you go to the dollar store today? Where do you buy DVDs these days? Uh, Media Play? Somebody may have mailed that to me. Is there a media play Were you down at Villa Italia at the Sam Goody picking up uh, DVDs? <laughs> Sam Goody. Somebody might have well, mailed that to He went to Walden Books. Yeah. Might uh, have that mailed to me at I'll some point. I'll take electronic stores that peaked in 2002, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> There's not even that many Best Buys around anymore. You're talking about Sam Goody. I went to Circuit City and got this. Yeah. <laughs> 
I didn't yeah, have to go anywhere. It was ninety percent off on their liquidation sale. I stayed at home because there's a wonderful website called Amazon.com where you can actually order pretty much anything, like DVDs. Click the Amazon banner. Phones. Top of the page. First of all, just the message here. If you're going to be buying movies on Amazon, do not buy DVDs. We appreciate the thought, but just buy the instant video thing. Yeah, instant video. Way better. Cloud. Or Blu-ray so you don't have to watch a movie like a peasant. Yeah, or you could go with a Blu-ray. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Instant streaming Because YOLO, that's why. YOLO. 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 All right, we're going to play a little quiz. Uh, It's going to be the first one to get as many right until we run out of questions, pretty much. But... I'm just going to ask the question. We're going to go around. So you'll each get your own individual questions. I only answer questions correctly Stealing? if they were in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, I didn't think of how we'd be able to steal with three people. Hmm. What do you think is a good way? Hmm. Just move to the next person? Yeah, next person. Yeah, okay. How does stealing always work? Yeah, that works. All right, so I thought of a number before the show that I've written down on a piece of paper to see who goes first. We'll give Mario the first shot at it. It's going to be in between one and ten. What would you say? Three. Three. Ooh, good, good choice. Jeff, what would you say? Nine. Oh my God, you got it, Jeff. I was gonna say nine. Oh, that was my bad. second number that I had in my mind. Is, was nine. It's always nine. It's always nine. It's never <laughs> nine. <laughs> so we have. Oh, uh, really? Thanks, guys. So Mario, you're the furthest away because Ross is also gonna guess nine. We go uh, Jeff, Ross, and then Mario just to keep things uh, easy for me. Actually, sports quizzes are my speciality they really are he is good he is good so mario you'll have a little chance to kind of get a feel for the game and then uh you'll jump in here uh, question three all right jeff first one maybe sooner if jeff gets this wrong because he probably will the nuggets went 11 and 71 during the 97 98 season it was their worst record in franchise history who jeff was the head coach that would be bill that's like a Bullshit question to ask Jeff. That's a uh, one point for Jeff. That's Ross. one that I would know, and you, whatever. Would Wait. you have gotten it right? You would have probably guessed Doug. You Martin. will probably know other questions. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the quarterback of the Super Bowl winning Denver Broncos? Tim Tebow. Only in my oh, dreams. A lot of people believe. Oh, Only in my dreams. Uh, Rob Johnson. <laughs> you know, I would have loved, by the way, to win a Super Bowl with Tebow. That would have been great. I think, been I think the world would have exploded. No one would have been. They were like, what just happened? All right, Jeff, Jeff pulling out in the early instant lead. Instant World War Three. Yeah. <laughs> world War Five. It would have skipped three and four. This Palestine is just disintegrated immediately. <laughs> what is happening? Do you oh, have was, your answer, Ross? That was awesome. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you ask a question? I did, yeah. You're oh, up. I'm sorry. I was bantering with our guests. Oh, you should have been listening that to the question. That was my fault. Sorry. What? <laughs> Jeez. Thanks for taking that one, buddy. Okay. I'm still <laughs> waiting for my mic to be muted. <laughs> Jeff is up here, one to nothing. Ross, question two on this uh, sensational sports quiz, one of a kind, the only one of its uh, kind. It's on loose leaf paper. <laughs> it is, loose leaf paper. If you don't write things down, folks, you lose the habit of writing, then your handwriting looks like shit after a while. So <laughs> just take the time to write something every once in a while. Yes. Thanks. I, just, I started, I started, I started writing in script. YOLO cursive again. <laughs> yeah, I do that every once in a while. It feels good. My J's are written in cursive on this quiz if you want to check it out. All right, Ross, question two. Name eight quarterbacks that have started for the Denver Broncos. <laughs> okay. Oh, I could do this one. I think I could do this. Craig Morton. John Elway. <laughs> um, Bubby Brister, Gus Ferrat, 
Jake Plummer, Jay Cutler, Tim Tebow, Peyton Manning. Did I do those in exact order? Did I? Because that is kind of incredible. Yeah, you did. I did that like in exact order. That's pretty good. I get extra. uh, That's two points. Well, actually, Steve DeBerg. Actually, that's only half. (laughs) Steve DeBerg? Yeah. That was was kidding me. Danny Cannell had to be in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. Danny Cannell started a game. (laughs) We'll do this. Minimum two starts. That was, <laughs> Ross will give you the one there. Uh, Mario, if you can name up to four more, I'll give you a point serious? just for the hell of it. Uh, Ooh, Char- extra bonus question. Charlie Johnson, uh, Danny Cannell. Uh, did he say Burline? Oh, no, you know what? Bradley Van Pelt took a couple snaps. Does that count? He did not start. Oh, we're Denver doing Broncos. starting. Okay. Um, I, I don't think I got nothing. I wasn't born until after Elway started, you know. I, yeah, it's hard to got. figure out what happened in history, isn't it? <laughs> it's hard to believe that, <laughs> that Broncos existed before John Elway. <laughs> That's pretty good. You I mean, know, Jeff Morton's uncle, Craig Morton, played before I was born. <laughs> and I knew that. He did. Uh, so in all, you only got three there, so we're not going to give you any bonus points, but your question hasn't come up yet. In all, the Broncos have had 43 different starting quarterbacks, if you can believe that. Wow, some names on there. Frank Trapuca, he's sure. in the Hall of Fame. He's Ke- you know, did you know he's Kelly Kelly Trapuca's dad? I don't know who that is. Um, great Detroit <laughs> Piston basketball player. Oh yeah, Kelly Trapuca, Feinstein, and you talk about him all the time with the eighties. First stuff. female basketball player. Yes, little known uh, fact. There's some guy named George Herring, George Shaw, Mickey Slaughter, John McCormick, Don Bro, Jackie Lee. Oh, how did I not get Jackie Lee? That would be the good question Damn you could ask. Uh, like only only Mario and Sandy Clough would know. So like Steve Tenzi, all starting quarterbacks be before Elway. Some more recent ones: Steve DeBerg, Kubiak, obviously, uh, Tommy Maddox, Hume, oh, that's right, Sean Moore, Tommy Maddox. <laughs> oh, what about the dude uh, right after Elway? The guy who does play by play, Greasy Brian. Greasy. I thought you said him. Crap! I didn't say Greasy. <laughs> yeah, Hume, I did not get him all. I miss Greasy. Norris Weiss. Hugh That's Millen, my bad. Bill Musgrave, Chris Miller. Remember the old concussion case, Chris Miller? He used to quarterback for the Falcons nope. and stuff. Okay, good one. <laughs> uh, Steve Berline that you got. Danny Canal, which you got. Jarius Jackson, the short-lived athletic quarterback in Denver. Oh, the black right. kid. That's he got right. a start? He did. He did indeed. Affirmative wow. action. I think he I, was. I yeah. was going to guess him. It just, I didn't want to sound stupid. I thought there was no <laughs> way he got a start. So you for- said Bradley Van Pelt now instead? Now I feel racist. <laughs> We've already forgot about uh, good old uh, Kyle Orton and the much-hated. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> And the much-hated uh, Chris Sims. <laughs> no Phil Sims uh, hates the Broncos because of how they treated his son. I it's because his son it. sucked at football. Yeah, but he... He was whole. Didn't agree with that. <laughs> he was terrible. Uh, let's get some quiz music going. I don't know why we didn't. Oh yeah, play. Let's put the, put you the blew back. it. Oh, it's probably why I didn't think of second round guys. quiz music. We'll start it up for question three here. All right, Mario, your first question. Name either the team or one player involved when the Nuggets traded Kiki Vandaway. Detroit Pistons. Final answer? Yeah. Jeff, let him know if he's right or wrong. You'd be wrong. Yeah, that was a shot in the dark. Freaking so. hard. That's the one they should ask Jeff first. Uh, that's the one that you give me? Really? Thanks. 
Sorry, man. Slap in the face. He's got a sports podcast. <laughs> you know, come on. All right, Jeff, you're going to get yeah, a chance to steal. all things after 1998, though. All right. Uh, but, uh, a sports historian. We're going we're gonna to cut out part of it. You cannot name the team. You must name at least one player that Kiki was traded for. Fat Lever. Fat Lever. Can you name the other two? Uh, Calvin Nat and... Uh, was it Wayne Cooper? <laughs> yeah. Three for three. Wow. Jeff Morton. Killing it on that Nuggets quiz. That was in the 1984-85 season. It's I like, was... It's uh, like, is it photographic memory or autism? <laughs> they, they also got two draft picks. One was Willie White, but the other, the stiff himself, Blair Rasmussen. Blair Rasmussen, yeah. By the way, the reason why he knows this is once a week, Jeffrey Morton posts an article that references this exact trade. I'm never stiff. That is true. Yeah, it has been brought up one or two times on the site. <laughs> once a week. Actually, Andy, I think Andy's probably brought up that trade more than I have. Yeah. Valiant attempt, Mario. Maybe you'll get something more recent in the next go around. Maybe something after I was born. Doesn't look like it, though. When so. were you born? Right. 88. <laughs> so maybe sometime okay. in the 90s right. would be, would be safe. Be safe. All right, Jeff, here we go. The Broncos have retired three numbers in their history. Name two out of those three players. We'll give you a little Tijuana taxi to try to answer this too, Jeff, if you can do it. <laughs> I love this music. Um, okay. Uh, John Elway. John Elway, yes, number seven, retired from the Denver Broncos. Frank Trapuca, number 18. Frank Trapuca, number 18, <laughs> has been retired by the Broncos. The only reason I know that is because... Uh, Kelly Trapuca, famous basketball player. because uh, Drew, Drew and Scott were talking about that on the radio a couple days ago. Ah. Isn't the point of a retired number the fact that you can't wear it? Yeah, they asked him permission. Oh, that was so nice. You did get permission. Can, do you guys know the third member? Of the Broncos that had his number. Jackie retired. Robinson. Well, that's Wrong the sport. same number, though. <laughs> Wrong sport. Would it help if I gave you the number? Do either one of you guys know? Number 44. Yes. Who wore 44? Well, that one running back guy who was really good and it's in the Hall of Fame. Remember his name's Floyd Little? Yes, Floyd Little. I'll give you half a point for getting that right. Yeah, on the board, baby. Here <laughs> we go. <laughs> Jeff, I'm leading not away getting here. set out today. Jeff's up uh, three. Ross, you got one. Mario, half a point. Here we go. Rocking. All right, Ross, is the Broncos' all-time record above or below or right at 500? I think it's below. Just the regular season. Below. You'd be wrong, sir. Don't get a chance to steal on this one since it's only at 50-50. Broncos. Well, technically it's 33. I mean, yeah, I could say even yeah, if I wanted to. Broncos. Do I get a half a point? 419 wins. Can I get a quarter point? And 375 losses. Hey, good for us. Yeah. Wait and a minute. Are 10 they, ties. Are they, we're going to get 16 more Are they including the AFL statistics in there or are they, or is it just strictly NFL? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Good point. Strictly NFL, point. dude. I'm talking about the NFL here. I'm not talking about AFL. Who cares about See, that's, that? You know. Yeah, but they, they merged and weren't officially there for about three years. So, I mean. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In that same uh, same kind of vein, Mario. So, I get a point? <laughs> no. <laughs> you got it wrong. You didn't explain the rules. Oh, okay. Sorry. 
No, you actually got negative points now for asking. You're back to zero. Yeah. All right, Mario. Second place. Here we go. Is the Broncos' all-time playoff record above, below, or at above 500? 500. Would that be your final answer? No. Yeah, yeah. Above 500. They are 18 and 17 in the postseason. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. Not looking too shabby for the old Broncos, huh? Maybe they're not as bad as we thought. <laughs> Pretty good at football. <laughs> I was okay. disappointed one day when I saw like that the overall record between the Raiders and Broncos was extremely lopsided in the Raiders' favor. That made me just – it almost made me like throw up when I heard that. I think they were decent in the uh, old 80s. Ugh. That's right. Disgusting. All right, Jeff, you want to try your hand at this one? Sure. Here wait, we go. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is that my question? This is your question. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Who leads the Colorado Avalanche in all-time points? This is assists and goals. Oh, no. Is it, is it Joe Sackick? Of course it is, yeah, Jeff. <laughs> of course it is. That's why they called him Super Joe, my friend. Uh, he has 1,015 points. Second place, Milan Hayduke with 805. I think we'll be better off if we just put a ban on any hockey talk. <laughs> The whole world would be better off. It's not like hockey fans want us talking about hockey anyway. That's true. They won't let us. In that vein, Ross, your question is now up. Did we? Did Mario get a question? Yes, he did. He got the playoff Broncos record, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And Nate tried to trick me, and I still got it right. Ross, which Colorado... I wake up pretty early in the morning, Tim, and (laughs) get over on old Mario here. Damn early. That's right. Like 6 a.m. All right. Which Colorado... 6 a.m.? Yeah. Awesome. Ross, which Colorado Avalanche goaltender has the most career shutouts? I'll give you three options. David Abisher, Patrick Waugh, or Peter Budai? Patrick Waugh. He has 37. David Abisher, 13. Budai, only 9. Patrick Waugh. I could have got that. That was a real question. By the way, I could have got that right, just FYI, without the multiple choice. I thought maybe they'd throw you. You heard these other names, you're like, oh god, who the hell is Peter Budai? Maybe I should pick him. <laughs> I've heard of him. I would have panicked and picked him just because he gave me the choices. I'm, yeah. He tried yeah. to trick me too, Mario. That's what he, I, hey. That's what you gotta do sometimes. You gotta wake up pretty early in the morning. <laughs> pretty, pretty early. Pretty, in the all right, Mario, you wanted something from the 90s. This could almost be there. <laughs> Which Colorado <laughs> Avalanche defenseman has the most career goals? I can give you three options if you want them, your choice. Do I get extra points if I don't take the options? He, no. Okay, then I'll hear the options. Your options would be Rob Blake, Adam Foote, or Sandus Ozelinch. Now let me ask you this. Is it points just for the Avalanche or career points for every team that they played for? Career goals just for the Avalanche. Oh, goals just for the Avalanche? Got to go uh, Foote. He's there forever. Final answer. Yes. Adam Foote, that would be incorrect. Ozlinch, because you love him. I do love Sandus Ozlinch. So it wasn't him. <laughs> it was Sandus. It is Sandus Ozlinch. Ozlinch was 72. Rob Blake was 62. Adam Foote only with 48. Not much Dang, of a, That was not good on my part. Not much I would guess Foote, too. Actually, I wouldn't because of Ozlinch. Ozlinch is mentioned. That's the only player you'd really know about. So Nate woke up pretty early in the morning to get that word that one. You woke up around 5.30. Got up pretty early on that one. All right, Jeff, we're back to you. Uh, just to break down the score here, Jeff with four points. He's kicking your guys' butts, asses, 
One of the two? I don't know. Whichever. I'll probably end up giving the movie to one of you guys. <laughs> Ross has got two points. Mario with one and a half points. <laughs> so you guys got a, some catching up to do, I guess. Je- give Jeff a little music because this is going to be a tough one. <laughs> Who has the best career batting average for the Colorado Rockies? I can give you four options, but only if you want them, Jeff. This is a stupid question. Career batting. option. It's a stupid option. Career batting average is going to be... Uh... It's like you give, you give them or you don't. Like who's not going to take? See, this is a hard one. I'm just going to guess and say Andres Galarraga. They'd be incorrect. Yeah. Ross with a chance to steal this one. Who reads the Rockies in batting average? Who, an all-time batting average? Yes. Career best batting average for the Rockies for their career as a Rockies player. Larry Walker. Go ahead, mark that down because that is correct, sir. Nice work, Larry Walker. Good job, man. Career average of 334. That's good. That's solid. That is good. Number two is Matt Holiday. Screw him. 300, 319. What? Holiday's cool, man. Troy is only 295. Probably time to trade old Tula Whiskey. Oh, only 295. <laughs> okay. It's only 295. He's only hitting 300. Get him out of town. Well, everybody wants to trade him, don't they? They want, they want to get rid of, there's a, a maybe str- people a who don't know, un, don't understand anything about baseball and want to get rid of him. No, it, now, 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 to be honest, that is a majority of the people who live in this town. I think people are just worried about him, <laughs> like, you know, they want to trade him high as opposed to letting his career die here and then. Oh, like Helton? <laughs> Helton, well, did, we, we will never, he will be here forever. He'll God, be like, he'll die on the field. God willing. <laughs> he'll be, he'll be up there living by me. <laughs> drinking solo cups of, uh, oh, bathroom, I- bathtub I- gin. Those were igloo cups. Igloo cups, that's right. Those igloo cups. Alright, Ross, tremendous steal. You're Old within, igloo cup. Old igloo I cup. Fill you up. You're within one Post point. Party. What? You're within one point of Jeff. Jeff's got four. You got three now. Mario, one and a half. Should I put on my Elway jersey for this? Ross, who is the all-time leader among Broncos wide receivers in career yardage? Is it Shannon Sharp, Vance Johnson, Haven Moses, or Rod Smith? Rod Smith. Yes, that is correct. That was easy. That was a very easy one. Shannon Sharp's a tight end. Yeah. All right. (laughs) He's number two all-time in Broncos yardage. But not as, not wide, receiving yards. Rod Smith has 11,389, Shannon Sharp 8,439. So maybe he'll catch him this year, is that what you're saying? He might catch him this <laughs> season. If he gets out there and plays just right. I don't know. So we are tied, bro. You guys are tied for first. Mario, your chance to get back in the game right, right here. Pulling up the rear, but let's do this. Who leads the Colorado Rockies? This is like junior trivia. My questions are great. I love them. Yeah. I mean, it's a Colorado sports trivia. It can't be that hard, right? Who's the career triples leader in Colorado Rockies history? Oh. Is it Eric Young, Quentin McCracken, or Dexter Fowler? Man, I kind of wanted to say Corey Sullivan there for a second. Uh, I'm going to go Dex. Dexter Fowler, 51 triples. Eric Young, 28. Quentin McCracken, only seven. <laughs> it is Dexter Fowler. Oh, I was confused. I didn't know what kind of approach you were taking there. I was like, so it's correct, right? I'm not good with numbers. But it is correct. Two ones higher than the other ones. He's an said. athlete, not a mathlete. <laughs> athlete. All right, you've all had a chance to answer questions yeah, I didn't pretty get evenly on in high school. Yeah. This is going to be our last question. It's going to be worth five points. So I get, I get it. It's going to be up for grabs. 
what do we do? I don't know. <laughs> we didn't think didn't, this through. Didn't, Nate didn't get it up as early in the morning as he thought. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he got up too early. Buzz in. And when I decide who buzzed in first. <laughs> so do we have to that raise our hand or something? You just have to shout your name. Whichever name I hear first through these headphones. Mario. To answer this one. You must wait until start. it is completed. <laughs> you must wait until the question is completed, and then you can oh. ring in. All right, ready? Wait, you have to points. wait until it's finished? Until I'm finished before. reading the question. All right. I'll, I'll read it fast. How do we know when the question's over? I mean, you don't. The last word will be history. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> wait, was that it? Are we still waiting? Still waiting. This oh. one's worth five points. The big question, whoever gets you this question is going to win. Just, as soon as you know it, you yell out your name. Yeah, as soon as you know it, you yell out your name. All right. That's what who has the most punning yards in Broncos? Ross. Ross. I think that was Ross. I think he was just the loudest. The most punning yards in Broncos history. Tom Ruin. Tom Ruin. 28,146. Billy Van Heusen. 23,936. I forgot what the first number was. Mike Horan. <laughs> you remember Mike Horan? No. Yeah. He's a punter. He's, Mike Horan was the directional punter. Yeah, you, you know. Yeah, the curly hair. Come on. Mm-hmm. 15,911. Ross Martin, you're going to win this day because Tom Ruin won it. I think that's a first. I don't think I've ever won the quiz before. You won this one. No, you no, you won the quiz, my friend. Sour Brun's my favorite punter. This is awesome. Sour so Brun's your favorite punter? Don't so basically, so basically the way you set this Jeff, up. Jeff, I'm giving you a victory that, speech here. Everything, <laughs> hold on. Everything that happened before that meant nothing. You ever watch Jeopardy, Jeff? <laughs> They accumulate points and it matters at the end. No, and my accumulation was higher. Yeah, based with, on one question. with nine points. This is now Ross's time to give his Whatever. victory speech. Whatever. Yeah. Take, so, take the Care Bears movie. I'm care. going to t- immediately take this new unopened copy of the program. I'm going to put it on, you know, the Daily Nickel or whatever. I'm going to sell it and I'm going to donate that money to charity. Okay, I don't like that idea. We're going to go ahead and rule that Mario won this game. (laughs) (laughs) You get the program DVD. (laughs) I was going to donate it to disease research. Don't like it. Not a fan. Good. I will watch it once and then bring it to Goodwill. Have you ever seen the program? No. This movie shaped my childhood. It will probably shape yours now. Your young adult life will now take off. I wonder if if I watch that movie today for the first time, what, (laughs) like... I was I was talking about blue chips the other day, and I just still like watching that movie. And somebody was just like, "That was horrible." Who was that? Was that Les, Les Shapiro? Shapiro. Les Shapiro. <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" But I guess he was like, "He didn't like blue chips." But you know, yeah. But I was I don't know how Communist. old I was ten when yeah, I saw I was it. About that age I mean, too. It had Shaq in it. It's so, the best movie ever. And Nick Nolte was like a pretty <laughs> big star still then. Yeah. So. I'm sure that movie's not dated at all. WBAI Radio in New York calls it a Super Bowl of fun. <laughs> yeah. Now guys, I can't wait. You cannot go wrong with a movie that has that kind of if, promotion. If WBAI Radio in New York says it's a Super Bowl of fun, <laughs> hell, I'm in. It's gotta be and WBAD out of Cincinnati says it's a slam dunk. Well, the big thing with this oh, wait. movie. They don't know about sports there. Knee slapping good time. <laughs> what is it? What's the date on that on IMDb? It's gotta be like 94 or 5. It Are you asking him to look up the IMDb date on the back of the DVD cover? Cause <laughs> <laughs> you're confused Technology about what the IMDb stands for. Yeah. Uh, well anyway, whenever, whenever that movie came out in theaters, 
Uh, they actually had to take it out of theaters and delete a scene and then re-release it because there was a scene where kids were laying in the street, and I think they were playing some game where once you heard a car, you got up and ran. No, you had to lie on the double yellow line, yes. and cars would pass you. And they did that in this movie, and like some kids copycatted <laughs> and it and were instantly killed. <laughs> so they pulled the movie and then cut the scene and then re-released it back out. Man, people used well, to be dumb. Does this movie have that scene in it or not? I don't know. As you oh, you gotta get you gotta get the, the director's cut for that. Then I don't want it. <laughs> you can't buy you can't buy the director's cut at Sam Goody. Look, this is one of Omar. You can't get Epps. anything at Sam Goody anymore. This is one of Omar. It doesn't Epps. exist. The Sam Goody joke is just going way over Mario's head here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I got it. I, I don't get it. Damn it. This is one of the first Omar Epps sports films. It's phenomenal. Latimer in it is juiced up on steroids. Wait, is this as good as Major League 2? Because if it is, then I'll watch it every day. Uh, yeah, that movie puts Major League 2 to shame. Let's just say that. Hey, it's phenomenal. Euchre was phenomenal in that movie, all right? Uh, 93, by the way, this movie Was Was out. Bob Euchre the, like, uh, the he's first the, he's name? He's the Brewer's voice. Yeah, but was he the first name like in the the cast because he was the biggest name in major league two he might have been <laughs> like yeah. remember when charlie sheen came out and said he did steroids for that role he's <laughs> like i was throwing 92 miles an hour it's like no you weren't it's you like charlie it. sheen you're not supposed to snort steroids first of all <laughs> you're doing it wrong second off those probably weren't steroids <laughs> oh man love it uh bob you came up on a quiz show for us at one point you guys remember that he was a catcher for what major league baseball team Ross guessed the St. Louis Cardinals, but it was actually the Atlanta Braves. I think I said it was the Braves. Braves. I'm pretty sure I said it was the Braves. I don't remember this. You guessed Cardinals. I have a photographic memory. (laughs) 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 Everything that you ever did. Is this the part where you play the Les Shapiro (laughs) clip? You mean. So what do we do now on these podcasts? Do they just trail off like this? (laughs) (laughs) Now turn to something interesting. That means what a nice guy. <laughs> that means we have come to the end of this this gracious. It sounds like a pleasure. hundred and tenth episode. Oh, that was fun. Uh, that was yeah. fun. Mario, Thanks. do you have anything coming up on your podcast? You got any big interviews? Any blog writing you're going on right now? You want to? Uh, you know what? I, I took the last week off. I was on vacation, but I got a new guy on there. His name is Demetrius Link. He just graduated from CU Boulder. A very close friend of mine. A very talented writer. Uh, so my latest podcast is up there now with him. Uh, you know, giving him a try, kind of introducing him to the whole sports media world. And you can follow him on Twitter at dat dude d3d link. I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> wow. And I am telling him to change it. Underscore. But, then, but you know what? That's the thing. I was like, man, you, you gotta make that short. I like it. And he goes, hey man. At least I don't have an underscore in my name. I'm like, wow, we're gonna go there. Awesome. No, but so he uh, did the full decker on you then. That's <laughs> we got a uh, we got a podcast uh, podcast. I did a podcast with him. It's up there. I did a rap with the uh, Morning Mayhem. It's up there. I wrote an article about a week and a half ago about why Rick Upchurch needs to be in the Ring of Fame. Yeah. And that dude D wrote an article about the crime. <laughs> no, I know. Going 3D is a little easier, <laughs> I guess. But he he wrote a very good article about the evil and corruption in the uh, in NCAA sports. So I don't want to give anything away. So guys, go make sure you read it. It's very provocative. Thinking, Gets the people going. I'm thinking that dude D is part of the crime in NCAA yeah, sports. That, in Boulder. That dude, in Boulder. That and I also will say yes, racist, the archives, <laughs> <laughs> the sportspyramid.com, the podcast ar- archives are 
fantastic. A lot of great guests on there. Yeah. I love the plumber one. I think you had Vic Lombardi on Vic Lombardi. One. Three times we Nate had Nate Timmons was on. That was my favorite. But it, was, it wasn't, was it wasn't one. like the regular Nate Timmons. It was the underscore. underscore. But he was still pretty good. <laughs> he's still pretty, <laughs> he's still pretty good. <laughs> he got to go to Rod Smith's house and he has a podcast with Rod, Rod, Rod on Smith. there. Rod Smith made me, I, I thought he was joking. I had to mow his lawn afterwards. <laughs> I started leaving. He goes, yo dude. Where are you going? And I was like, I'm going home. He goes, nah, you know how much my time costs? I was like, well, I'm your friend. I thought <laughs> he's like, no, bro, you go out and mow my lawn. He has a push mower. Are you kidding me, Ross Smith? His, his yard is bigger than my house by school. <laughs> I had to do push mower all over the damn place. It's ridiculous. I leave it that, oh, you know, he's just playing with me. I actually had to mow his lawn. I thought for a second, like, cause then at the end he goes, he, I was like, where's your lawnmower? He goes, I got no lawnmower. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I got these scissors though. It's like, <laughs> he's like, no man, for real though, go out and mow my lawn. <laughs> like, wow. Hopefully, hopefully someday podcasters will be treated equally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Our counterparts. Would he make and, you know, uh, Gary will... Miller mow his lawn? I don't think so. <laughs> no, no, no. I will say this too. I, uh, I got a chance to do a podcast with Andre Davis, you know, former linebacker for the Denver Broncos. Awesome guy, one of the coolest dudes, and you know he he loves this whole podcasting. He's trying to get into you know having his own show and everything. So make sure you check out that one. That one was one of my favorites. We went to his house and uh, and did it there. He's an awesome guy. Nice. Wanted, right. wanted to give him a little shout out as well. Check that out, yeah. sportspyramid.com. At some point, maybe by 2020, they'll be on iTunes. We'll get you there, hey, buddy. you know what? We'll I'm get you there, we're, man. Gonna, we're gonna stick with the cassette right now. This is, <laughs> this is all going a little too fast for you. Me. Know maybe, maybe we make the transition well, to now CD that we, now that you made hipster comment. I'm I'm digging it. I actually. Well, well we weren't aware. Of I kind of I'm going to say I like the Sports Pyramid well, podcast before it was on. I think when we brought you yeah. on, we weren't. <laughs> so I'm going to say well, too. Well, before Nate came on, he wasn't aware that your you know your setup was powered by steam. What? It's an old person. Jesus Christ. I thought you were actually going to make a joke, and then you came with Good that. Good Lord. <laughs> Flatline. You people. I swear to God. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? If I made people? some sort of, if I made some sort Jeff, of fart could, joke. You, you can play for the Rockies out. with all these swings and misses. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Well, enjoy the Care Bears movie. Enjoy I the wish Care it was Bears. the Care Bears movie. Enjoy the podcast. <laughs> Find Mario, uh, the sportspyramid.com, and we will be right back here next week.